Looking to get your spooky on this Halloween in D.C.? Check out the Tarot Reading at Smith Public Trust in Brooklyn. The Tarot Reading is an interactive variety show where each act is inspired by a major arcana and is performed for and with a single adventurous and consenting audience member. DCist called it the perfect balance of campy indulgence and genuine creepiness. Admission is a very scary $13 plus a sacrifice. You can find out more at thetarotreading.org. Seriously, don't forget the sacrifice. Otherwise, they won't let you in the door. actually managed to do it together this week. Oh. <laughs> Are you practicing? Are you practicing? Are you practicing your pitch? Uh, yeah, I'm practicing my Mariah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to hold it in. Just trying to hold it all in. It's been a it's it's going to be a a fun ride today, folks. You you know that moment, and we all feel it when you know someone asks you how you are. What's that? What's that mean? Where it's like, no, it's the the Katy Perry sound clip where it's like they ask you how you are, and you say you're fine, but you're not. Was that really Katy fine. Perry? It was Katy Perry. I, I found only that out. oh, I only know it from Vine, where yeah, like it was everything, actually, like some one tiny thing fucks up, and everything switches to black and white, <laughs> and it's like they ask you how you're how you are, and you have to say you're fine, but, but you're, you're not, not fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an interview uh, clip from Katy Perry. Huh, interesting. Well, I well, that, hope you're doing well, babe. That's the theme for this episode. For real. Um, we just watched A Star is Born, the new one. Uh, Not okay. I'm upset. I'm upset, I will say. I, I realize that A Star is Born is not necessarily a haunted heart not like, necessarily on brand. On you brand, might say. it's not on brand. However, for I mean, the, let's for be honest. this podcast, but <laughs> we're not even on brand half the fucking time. No, we are always on brand. I mean, we're, I think we are the brand. We are the brand. So <laughs> we are the brand. We are the talent. We are the trash. Yes, the trash is all wrapped into one. The talent is trash. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that movie was good as hell. Um, it was beautiful. Um, go watch it. Be prepared to hurt, though. Be prepared to hurt real good. Oh, yeah. And if you're not trying to hurt, baby, just hit that soundtrack. You know what I mean? No shame in that. But there is some there is some pain there. So that's where we're coming from today. Coming from a place of pain. <laughs> On this comedy <laughs> podcast for you today. Uh, we're we, we're going to take our pain and turn it into comedy for you. For you. For you. Our wonderful <sighs> listeners. Oh my God. I just, whoo. All right. So we're raw. We're in an emotionally raw place. We're vulnerable right now. We are vulnerable. And in a way, it's somewhat perfect because today we are going to dive into 
Some Q&A. Q&A, yes. Ask me anything. So we are doing this episode. It's kind of like a, it's a special episode for us. Uh, yes. For hitting our first Patreon goal, uh, which we, we hit it a little while back. So we're finally just now able to bring you this wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, moment here where mm-hmm. you guys submitted your questions and we're going to answer them. Yes. Yes. So we, um, took a couple, we hit our Patreon goal, our first one, uh, a while back, which is amazing. Thank you so much. Love you. I love every single one of you who helped make that happen. We're incredibly grateful to you. Yes. We have to start with a thank you for helping us hit that goal. Um, and then we solicited questions from you for a couple weeks and now we're going to fucking answer them. Today, tonight, with you here. It feels good to record at night again. By the yeah, way, totally. Last last one was it was weird, but we pushed through it. Uh, I I feel like we delivered some quality content. For some you quality guys. trash for you to uh, have. But we're back in in the in the darkness, <laughs> and it feels safer here. The darkness of night. It does. It does feel safer here yes. in this emotional place that I am in. It is safe in the dark. Yes. So. Did you want to get started with the first question? Sure. I think they're all like, why don't y'all just fucking jump into the question? I'm not here listening not to here. this podcast to hear you talk. I'm I don't want to hear you here. talk on this podcast. I'm not here to listen. I'm not here to listen to you talk about store stores born. I don't care. <laughs> a store is born. <laughs> I don't care. It's a biopic on like Macy's. <laughs> A store is born. Actually, that's perfect because the Macy's thing has the um, the star as their logo. Spoof, making it now. <laughs> Produce it. Uh, uh, we'll note that. We'll for, get Bradley uh, Cooper. It'll be fine. <laughs> Dear Bradley Cooper. Dear Lady Gaga. Dear B Coop. <laughs> hey B Coops, what's good? B Coops. Uh, we loved your movie, and we have this movie. Listen, which we, we think loved your movie. You love. You're hot. He, no, here's we're, the thing. I'm not, I promise this episode is not going to be about A Star is Born, but we're just processing here and we're living in the moment with you. Um, Bradley Cooper, I've never been like a Bradley Cooper type of girl. Like, I mean, obviously he's hot, but like, he's a little, ob- like he's a little too, he's a little too on the nose for me. You know what I mean? Like he's too almost cookie cutter hot. And... So he wasn't in this. So he wasn't in my, he's not usually in my wheelhouse of men that I find attractive. If I'm thinking off the top of my head, I have a bunch of fucking weirdos in there. We got Bill Hader. We got Jeff Goldblum. We got a bunch of like, we got the Skarsgård brother who played fucking it. It, Yeah. As it like in makeup would still banging out. But Bradley Cooper in this movie. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I would put my face in his chest hair. Yeah, I always thought he had really, like, I always, I've, I've never been a huge Bradley Cooper fan myself, but I always, like, thought he had, like, really cute, like, really beautiful eyes. Yeah, he does. Like, really just piercing blue eyes uh, and a nice smile, too. But, mm-hmm. like, this is, just listen, just go listen I like to Black he, Eyes on, yes. um, on iTunes Girl, that's my by news. Bradley Cooper. And, you know what, that's kind of where we'll leave it, because Black Eyes... 
that's in theme on brand. It Black is. Eyes by, by Bradley Cooper. It Go is. If we wouldn't get sued, we'd play it for you in this episode, but we would get sued. Listen to it after we go through the Q&A. Yeah. Yeah. It'll bring you up. Unless you've seen the movie, in which case, I'm sorry. Um, God damn it, Katie. They're like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> what are they doing? What are they doing? Yeah. They're scratching their eyes out right now. It's fine. They're here. And this episode is. In this episode, we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> in every episode, we do whatever the fuck we want. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's our, like our guiding principle. For real. That's our rule. We have a rule, and it's listed right above where we podcast, and it says, do whatever the fuck you want today. It is your podcast. Trash talent. That's what it have says. That, but I would like to have that. Yeah. I have a dear, dear friend of mine, and I think she wouldn't mind me saying this on the podcast, but I have a dear friend who is a writer, and she has a beautiful uh, sign above her area uh, where she works that says, you are not here to write a masterpiece, you are here to write trash, and I appreciate that sign. Yeah. So, that said... Let's jump into some questions, Let's just dive right the fuck into what you want to know about us. All right, so we're going to start out. I believe, uh, Katie, you set this up so that we are going into some of our Patreon questions first, correct? One of our Patreon questions first. One of our Patreon questions first. Okay. Yes. So we mixed, we solicited questions from everybody uh, in the you Facebook group up. and on Instagram. Yeah, and I kind of just tried to like mix it up. So we have some Patreon folks in here, and we have some just raggle listeners. And we love you guys, too. <laughs> we love you as yes, well. Yes, we do. We really do. All right. So the first one is from Amy S., who is a member of our Stay Spooky Squad. And her question is, have either of you had any encounters with the supernatural that scared the ever-loving shit out of you? I appreciate the usage of the word ever-loving. It's a very... It's, it's on brand for us, for our... It's very, is it Southern? It's a little kind of a Southern thing, right? It is. On yes. brand Southern. Amy's my Savannah girl. Ever loving. She, yeah. she knows what's good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to answer first? I think you should take this one first because you have a really good. Well, I have several. Yeah. Uh, so the answer to that would be yes, I have had some encounters with the supernatural. I've had several actually, all have uh, taken place into my childhood, and I've kind of, went over a little bit of this, not into great detail in some previous episodes, but a lot of my supernatural experiences happen in my childhood. And I am of the belief that I have put up some sort of defense mechanism uh, since then because I rarely experienced them now. So... The biggest one that stands out to me is actually, I used to work at my, with my mother at this uh, army like surplus store. And so I would be there with her like during the summer and the building was like downtown and it was really, really super old. It used to be a, uh, a prison like during the Civil War. Uh, so it had like a lot of negative energy in it. And so when me and my mother would go into work uh, some mornings, like you would go in and when you would turn on the lights, um, you would see like black shadows mm -hmm. and they would dart across the corners of the room. 
Uh, I remember very Shining esque. I actually had a tricycle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I would give most anything to see you on a tricycle. I had now. A, I I had a tricycle. Very yes. Uh, very That's going like to be our next podcast photo shoot. Is <laughs> Kenny on a fucking trike? So I was going back and like riding my um, trike around the the aisles because this was like a warehouse style, so it was huge. Uh, and I remember seeing one of those black shadows, like as I was rounding, as I was beginning to round the corner, we had those round like dome mirrors Mm -hmm. so that you could see if people were stealing or not. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting up to a corner and seeing a black shape, like right at the end of the aisle, right before I was like, I hadn't turned the corner yet, Uh but I remember seeing it there. And then I remember stopping, looking up at it. And then like, it looked into the mirror and then it disappeared. Is that that same mirror that your mama still has? No, this is okay. like a round, like one well, of those. Because I was mirrors. thinking we were talking about that. Shit we were. That's a whole like... other story. But no, this is something different. Okay. And it had like an upstairs to it, and the door would never uh, would never stay open. Mm-hmm. So like we'd go up there and we would leave it, uh, and we would leave it open, and it would violently slam shut. Uh-huh. Like I'm not talking just wind blew it, and it like. Shut, I mean, it would violently slam shut. Do you know anything about, like, the history of that building? Well, yeah. So it's downtown with one of the... It's not technically listed as one of the, uh, like, prisons. Because there's, like, nine or so buildings in downtown Danville that are technically labeled uh-huh. as, like, a historical Civil War jail or... Danville, Virginia, by the way. Yeah. Just it, FYI. Yeah. Uh, but it's about as old as Hmm. them. So I was always told growing up and there are like, there were bars and like on one of the levels, uh, of the, it was like third floor, I believe, uh, that were filled with desks. So it was Hmm. like jail cells and they were filled with desks. Uh, um, I was a very curious child. It was a very scary time. Because that place was definitely haunted, and there was lots of negative energy. Because a couple of, like the owner, um, eventually uh, trigger warning, but committed uh, suicide, um, and a lot of negative things just really happened after that. So, mm. uh, and now it's a twenty-four hour gym. <laughs> cool, you know, get swole, bro. Yeah, getting swole with the ghosties. Yeah, it's all good. The scariest thing that happened to me, though, one time I was riding a tricycle, my trike, and I ran into the back of an old lady's heel. Ooh. And she, like, looked at me with, like, the devil's eyes. And then I just, I froze immediately. And then what happened? I, I have no, like, I literally have no frame of mind of what happened after that. Uh-uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. She was an old lady, and she was in there shopping. And I remember just riding. My was she trike. real? I'm. I can only assume so. Mm. But I ran into her, and she just like turned around and like gave me this fucking death stare. And then I don't remember anything after that. To be honest, if a child hit me with their trike, I would. I mean, probably same, same girl. Same, like I probably have done that. To be honest with you. Um, I haven't had any encounters that scared me, really. Um, 
we've talked about it on the show before that I'm like very um, more. I'm much more open to the whole spiritual supernatural side of things than Kenny is. Yeah. Um, just in general. And so, but a lot of my experiences are more, um, they're more frequent, but they're more like feelings or like auras or catching vibes and things like that. Um, the only, um, the only supernatural experience I've ever had where I saw like full body apparition, um, was a member of my family, um, who passed away, who I was very, 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 very close to. Um, and the morning actually that this member of my family passed away, um, I went, I woke up suddenly, um, and went downstairs and, walked into my kitchen. I was at my mother's house because this was many, many years ago. Um, went downstairs, walked into my kitchen, and this person was standing in the middle of the living room looking out. My mother has these gorgeous glass doors in the back of her house. Um, and this person was standing in the living room looking out these glass doors. And it didn't seem odd to me at all. It just seemed like there was a person there. Um, until I remembered that he had been sick for a really long time. And that he couldn't be standing in the living room in, like, clothes, like, a normal, just regular, everyday clothes. Because at that point, he was very, very sick and bedridden. And the minute that I realized that, he looked at me and disappeared. And it wasn't, like, shortly after that, probably, maybe, like, five or ten minutes after that, my mom got home and told me, you know, that this person had passed away and, you know, everything that had happened, and we went over, and it turns out that, like, the the time that I woke up, because I looked at the clock, you know how it is when you wake up really suddenly and you then you look at the clock um, immediately and you kind of just, like, remember um, what time it is because it's so weird. Uh, the time that I had woken up is the exact time that, he had passed away. So that wasn't scary to me. If anything, it was somewhat comforting. And that has kind of, you know, helped me through that a lot. This has been years ago now. But um, so it, it wasn't scary. It was more comforting. And... Yeah, that I can't think of a single experience that I've had. I mean, knock on wood, because I'm not trying to have one now. But I can't think <laughs> of a I can't think of a supernatural experience that I've had that has been scary because I do kind of catch vibes so easily, and I just don't fuck with stuff that doesn't feel right. Right. Period. Yeah. Like I don't. I actively do not. And like, if you're a ghost and you want to live in my house, like that's fucking fine. Like I'm totally ab about that life. I just don't need to see you or hear you. So you are basically like a child. Like you know how the old folks used to say, children are seen but not, not heard. heard. I don't want to see you or hear you, baby. I cannot wait for the moment I become a ghost and haunt the shit out of you. I will be like, fuck off. <laughs> I will do the most annoying shit ever. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Okay. 
So, uh, do you want to go to the next question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, next question is, thank you, Amy, by the way, for that question. Yes, really good. that was an excellent question. So, next question by Anonymous. If you had to be stuck within the universe of one horror movie forever, which one would it be? Do you want me to answer first? No. Since you just answered? Um, yeah, you answer. I'm thinking. I'm thinking, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, you, we're doing this in the moment for yeah, you. We want moment. true answers. I wasn't trying. I didn't try to look at too many of them because I or think about them because I wanted it to be you know off the cuff. Off the cuff, yeah. If you had to be stuck within it's the like universe, a terrible decision. Of one horror movie. <laughs> now I can't think of anything. What one would it be? Um, that depends. Like, am I a victim in this situation, or am I actively like? I feel like it's open to you. Okay. So, in my fantasy horror land, mm-hmm. I would live with Pyramid Head <laughs> <laughs> in Silent Hill. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I would not want Silent Hill. Yeah, uh, that would be just really dirty. I feel like I would go with Halloween. And I feel like I say Halloween for everything, but I truly... I'm in love with Michael Myers. But also, I just love Haddonfield. Like, Haddonfield is cool as shit, and it's well, adorable. you'd be stuck in an eternal October. Halloween, yes. Eternal October. Yeah. That's, that's I'm going to say choice. that. I would say... Where the pumpkins are always ripe and round. I will say, I will say trick or treat. Yeah. Because it'll still be Halloween, but it's kind of more... It's still horror, but you get a bunch of different... Like, there's werewolves in there, there's... Killers, vampires, like you get a bunch of different stuff and it's like a culmination of all things Halloween and you'd be there all the time and you'd have Sam who is cool as, who would be. And adorable. I feel like would be adorable and cool AF to hang out with. Like we would go around together and like slice and dice people who did not follow the Halloween rules. Yeah. So that would be my answer. And Halloween is yours. Yes. That's my final answer, Alex. All right. That was an old person joke. Did you like that? <laughs> yes. That was playing to the older folks that listen to the show. Have either one of you played with a Ouija board? And if so, did anything creepy happen? Okay, so first of all, I'm going to need you to say Ouija. I'm going to need to insist. Ouija. I'm going to need to insist Ouija. on Ouija board. Ouija. 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 Um, Ouija would you board. just say Ouija, Ouija? All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you love fucking jokes like that. It's just like if you call it Appalach- Appalachia, we'll throw an Appalachia. You love jokes like that. <laughs> it's so wholesome. Ouija, would you? Ouija, call it Ouija. Okay. I'm composed. Great, good. I'm okay. glad you enjoyed that. Uh, I haven't. I The only time that I was in a situation where people wanted to play with a Ouija board, I was at a party, and I was maybe like 14, so I was just a young witch. <laughs> uh, but no, people, we were at this party, and they wanted to, somebody had brought a, a Ouija board, and they wanted to 
go in a closet and close the door and light a bunch of candles and fuck with that. And like I said, very open to spiritual energy, very open to, you know, parts of our reality that can't be seen, heard or touched. But I don't fuck with no dumb shit. And you can quote me on that. So I rolled out. I I literally left that party. I was 14. I couldn't fucking drive. So I think I just went outside and I was like, "Mm mm-mm. No, I ain't messing with it, mama. And then my mom came and got me later. <laughs> so I partied hard. Uh, but no, I just didn't, from a very early age, I was not about fucking around with spirits or any type of shit like that. Very, have always been very respectful of that. So I yeah, I, um, so I collect Ouija Thank you. Boards. Thank you. Uh, I have several. I have like a vintage, like the old school, like maybe what eighties, nineties, uh, yeah. Ouija board. Um, I've got, and I've got some that are used strictly as like props from like Halloween stores. But even though, I, like, even though it's a prop, like I still consider it a Ouija board because it can probably still yeah, you could still use it as, that. as one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got some that I've purchased, uh, like from Halloween stores. I've got, uh, my mother got me one, one year that's like a glow in the dark one. Uh, I just, you built one with a spinning planchet one time. It was cool as shit. Yeah. I enjoy them. I enjoy their aesthetic. I even also have some, uh, spirit dice. Uh, and I do enjoy them a lot, uh, but I do not use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm afraid of breaking that, uh, wall or boundary or whatever it is I have up that is keeping me away and keeping them quiet and, <laughs> right. you know, um, so I don't, I don't, I don't fool with it. Not because I don't, not because I fear it or because, you know, I don't want to mess with it, but just because I'm just not trying to like... Like, I'm good where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I... F- well, I wouldn't use the term fear because I think that fear is a very power-stripping sort of word. Uh, so I wouldn't use that word, but I just recognize it Respect as it. what it is, which is very volatile. It's yeah. a It's a very volatile sort of... It comes from that... Uh, you can listen to our episode on, on Ouija boards for more information, but we kind of got into how it, it stems from this 19th century obsession with spiritualism and everybody was kind of dabbling in shit and they didn't really know what they were fooling with. And it was very parlor game type thing. And that to me is not how I approach spirituality. I think it's very personally, I think that the way that the Ouija board is set up is very careless and it kind of just is like flinging a fucking door open to this whole other realm and you don't, you have no idea of knowing what's coming through. Yeah, you have no though, idea of being and, specific and targeting and none of that is built in Yeah, and, and you they, can't screen it through a filter or anything. Yeah, because scary. you can easily be tricked into thinking you're talking to somebody that you're meaning to talk to and you're not. Right, exactly. And, and I just am not, not trying to do that. Not here for it. Yeah. All right. Next question from uh, a patron. Ooh. Our home girl, Christy W. 
who is our Stay Spooky Squad member. Her question is, who wins in a fight, Michael or Jason? Girl. Michael. Girl, Michael. (laughs) Hold on. One, two, three. Michael. Michael. 100%. No shade to anybody who loves the Friday the 13th franchise, but we are 100% team Michael. Get that ass. I was conflicted, though, when I was at the uh, the haunted house this past weekend. They had, like, trivia up, and then they had who would win in a fight, Michael versus Leatherface. And I was so conflicted because, you know, Leatherface is, like, my close second. Like, he yeah. is... He's your Freddy he's for me. My, yes. and I was Freddy is my I number was, two. I, you know I love me a funny man. I was so conflicted. And you know I love a man who can put a face on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I have to go Michael just because nothing stops him. He's simple. Mm-hmm. He's not worried about any of it. He's got his Luke. He's got his one piece Dickies fucking work suit. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna do his work. Yeah. And he's not gonna be stopped. Yeah. I agree. Leatherface is a little too crazy, I think. He's a little too manic. Whereas Michael is just that like fucking plotting. Well, I know this isn't the question, but um, I just feel like Leatherface has the body. <laughs> the body. He has the body. The body. Uh, and also fucking Chainsaw, I mean, is a very violent and aggressive Fuck, you cut weapon. Michael Myers' legs off and see if they don't stand the ass back up and, keep, and start walking towards you. It might take him another 364 days to get back to you, but he'll get back. You know? That's kind of like me. That's the thing with Michael, my Halloween though. hangovers, girl. But that's the thing with Michael. Michael is always going to play that long con. For sure. Like, yeah. you may have one. Like, He's so- not going to be there when you have your chainsaw. He's going to be there when you're taking a shit. Because he's coming for you then. For real. But what I'm saying is, is that he is going to, yeah, you may, he's, it's very much like you may win the battle. But you ain't going to win that war. You're not going to win the war with Michael. Because he's coming, he's, he's, come he's back. circling back on that ass. Back, 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 back again. <laughs> like Slim Shady. <laughs> uh, that was more of an Alyssa Edwards joke, but. Okay. Was it? Yes. Oh, I haven't watched that show. It was on RuPaul, but okay. No, no, no. I was I was segueing into everybody should watch Alyssa Edwards' show on Netflix because Alyssa Edwards is great. All right. So here's my next one, and this is a, an anonymous question. It's one of my favorite ones. What's your favorite scary movie? I love it. I love that somebody asked this question. Um... For me, it's definitely, again, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> the original. Uh, do, should I say Halloween and you say Halloween too, just to mix it up a little bit? <laughs> uh, no, because it's Halloween. Yeah. There you go. That's it. No discussion. <laughs> nope. Michael Myers is Bay, and that movie's phenomenal. <laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, also from Anonymous. <laughs> Damn, Anonymous be hitting us up, Anon. girl. She's asking a lot of questions. Uh, what is your favorite Halloween treat? Mm. So I answered this in our Facebook group. And so, if, you know, if you're in our Facebook group, you would know this. Facebook.com. Um, search the Haunted Heart Podcast. Close group. Request to join. We will approve you immediately. Yes, we will. And that would be 
The Peanut Butter Kiss. Yeah. Which is not uh, popular. Uh, I don't know why, because they're good. They're just, it's an it's a vintage candy. It's old. It's not like Hershey's. It's or not like, sexy, but it gets the job done. Or like a Twix or, you know, all of that stuff. But I love a peanut butter kiss. I think it's so simple. The wrapping is just orange and black. Mm-hmm. Because it's there for Halloween, mm-hmm. and I've always loved it because it's great. It's peanut butter. What is not to love about peanut butter, right? Um, but a close second would actually be I love the peanut butter kisses. I actually have three peanut butter kisses. Uh, I love the caramel, uh, the sour caramel apple suckers mm-hmm. that are dipped in a little caramel, and then I also love popcorn balls as well. Mm-hmm. Those are like my. That's like my three. So. If anybody wants to send me some, you can. Now, I've never met a candy that I didn't particularly like. Uh, but I will say that my favorite for the Halloween season has got to be the Reese's Pumpkins and the Reese's Bats. That's yes. my favorite for me when I see those in like when I see those go up in the grocery store aisle, when I see those go up in the gas station, that's it. I know I have arrived. They're one of the first candies that get put out in the gas station for Halloween. And I know that we are here. It is Halloween. It is time to trick. It's time to treat. It's always time to trick. <laughs> But that is like one, and I think it stems from like my mom used to give me those every year, like to kick off the Halloween season. And so for me, it's very, she still does. It's still very like, it's just nostalgia for me, I think. Yeah. And I fully Plus believe I fucking love peanut butter they, and chocolate. <laughs> I fully believe that they have the perfect peanut butter to chocolate ratio. They're way better than normal, like Reese's cups. Like the Reese's cups, rarely will I ever eat I a Reese's better, cup. Yeah. Because I don't like that ridge of chocolate. Like it right. fucks up the chocolate peanut butter ratio. So when you have the pumpkin or the bat, they are smooth on the edges. So you get one consistent thin layer mm-hmm. of chocolate yeah. around your peanut butter. And it is a beautiful ratio. Yeah. I think it's better. I think it's a better ratio than the Christmas tree Reese's. Uh, yes, but definitely. a close second to the Halloween Reese's would be the Easter Reese's. Oh yeah, the eggs. Yeah, well, the eggs are good. It's but a, that's similar, a similar, shape. similar shape. It's a similar yeah. type of geometric yeah. congruity happening yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I feel the need to have a lot of syllables in this question, but I just do. <laughs> so next question, question is from Whitney Z, who is a Minister of the Macabre. Minister! On our Patreon page. And she is lovely. Whitney wants to know, what are the things you love to do when you're not doing the podcast? Is there something you've always wanted to try? Swinging. No. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Whitney. Well, I'm, I'm... I've always been interested in learning how to crochet um, <laughs> and knit. Uh, <laughs> what absolutely. if you were being for real? Because, bitch, I can teach you how to crochet. No, no, I don't have the patience. I will tell you what, crocheting, my, you know I've what never my learned hobby to is? knit. Making the little, like, plastic keychain things that we used to make <laughs> in high school where you had the four layers oh and it God. turned into a little, yes. like, braid of... Yes, Yeah. That's That's beautiful. my hobby, No. Crocheting is kind of like that, though. Crocheting is very, um, 
chill. I never learned to knit because it seems very stressful. It seems very intense. There's a lot that's happening. But crocheting just is it's just calming. Yeah. I think the answer to the question, uh, truthfully, um, I really We I'm, don't do anything I, but this podcast. I really like, that's did, it. No, I'm being dead ass, dead ass serious <laughs> right now. I literally we do the pod or at least for me. Uh, Katie ha- likes to pile a lot of things onto her plate to fill an emotional void, but that's a whole other I episode. <laughs> I, ignore, I just ignore my problems me, with uh, to-do um, lists. Me, I prefer to not fill my <laughs> my time with things. Um, to that's why avoid you're going to outlive me, man. <laughs> to avoid uh, certain things, no. Um, I literally, I do the podcast. I do graphics for the podcast, uh, and I do work. I go to work then come home i do enjoy food i like to eat <laughs> um i do enjoy halloween uh when we are in party season i can often be found at the michael's craft store uh making things uh i do love graphic design i do graphic design a little bit like for the podcast and for other things uh in my spare time uh, and that's about it God, I wish we were more interesting people when we came up with the idea for this Ask Me Anything. All right, I go skydiving on Wednesday. I go, I do skydiving on Wednesdays. Skydiving. (laughs) Big skydiving. I go skydiving on Wednesdays. Thursdays, I, you know, go swim with the sharks. Okay. Um, Fridays, I go to TGI Fridays. Oh my God, you're fucking done. Saturday. You're done. No, you're done. In uh, my free time that I have. <laughs> what? That I Who? had. Where? Bitch, where? <laughs> Once upon a time, I did time have Time is it. like, what? Where? <laughs> where? Time free? Is, free time, time is, is like, free? bitch, I ain't seen you in a minute. Um, no, uh, I enjoy the theater. I enjoy reading quite a lot. I like to read uh, really all kinds of things, but very into Russian history. I studied that in college. And so I read some, like, friends will give me books on the Soviet era and, like, uh, the monarchy um, and all kinds of all kinds of cool Russian shit. Uh, sometimes I study Russian like language. I used to be actually pretty good at it, but I don't have a lot of time to speak it anymore. So, uh, haven't, haven't done much Russian language stuff lately. One thing I would love to try, cause that's part of the question too. Something that you've always wanted to try oh. is I want to, and this is something I'm actually going to try out hopefully soon when I'm done with my MBA program is it's called Lyra. And it's where you, you may have seen it. It's this big, huge hoop that they suspend from the ceiling mm. and you dance. It's like hoop dance, but you're in, you're suspended in the air. Yeah. So it's kind of like aerial silks, but imagine instead of the two silks that you're twirling around on, you have this big hoop and that's called Lyra. And there's actually a studio nearby us that teaches that, that I have kind of been in talks with to go basically do classes there to learn that style. Cause I, I was a dancer for 13 years. And so that has been a huge part of my life. 
that in more recent years I really haven't been doing anything with. I haven't like tapped into that in a while. And so I think that would be a really cool way to, to get back into that. Yeah. And also with me, like, cause I completely forgot this cause I've shut it out, but photography, I love photography. So essentially anything, graphic design, film, I would actually just to answer, going back to answer the question, uh, completely, uh, is <laughs> yeah, 50%. I would love to, <laughs> I would actually love to, try my hand at like writing mm. and writing horror mm. uh, and maybe even producing or like doing something with like short horror films. That would be really cool. I like that. Cause I, f- I, I get a lot of ideas and things and I would just, my, my issue is like, my attention span. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very visual person, which is why I can I can sit down and graphic design the shit out of stuff. Yeah. But, like, if it's not super visual, I tend to, like, stray away sometimes. So. Yeah. But that would be something that I would want to try and develop more. Well, cool. You can drive me to my Lyra sessions and... Right as I twirl around in the sky and try not to fucking fall and break my fucking neck. And if any generous donor wants to come to the Patreon <laughs> to help us get a very, you know, a suitable, decent camera for us to film things, that would be great too. I You're mean, out there listening. <laughs> You're out there listening. Just saying. Throwing it uh, out there. Why not? Fucking ridiculous. All right. Uh, is it my turn to read? I think so. Yeah. What is the worst Halloween candy? Mm. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. You talking to two husky people. No, I've got We were husky children. We grew up into husky adults. Like, candy in general is usually going to be a good thing. But there certainly are preferred candies and less preferred candies. Mm. All right, so I am not a fan. It's it is really hard because even I'm thinking of something like like most people would say like oh peppermint or something like that, but I'm like I, I enjoy a peppermint, a hard candy peppermint yeah. occasionally. Yeah, like it's hard. Uh, I will say some things that I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy. Uh, I'm not a fan of milk duds because they get stuck to your teeth. Like, yeah, I they hate that. cement to your teeth. Yeah, I hate that. Um, so I'm not a fan of milk duds or the, um, what is it? It's like the, is it the Mary Jane? Um, it's like stick of hard caramel or something. I can't think of it right now, but they're like Mary Jane. It's like a Mary Jane sucker, but, and I think it's like all caramel, Hmm. which sounds delicious. I thought it was called Mary Jane's. Yeah, it may be. Um, but both of those tend to get really stuck right to your teeth. And You're I not talking about milk tails, are you? No. Because milk tail, cow tails are the best. No, I love cow tails. Milk tails. Milk tails. <laughs> milk tails. No, cow Girl. tails are great. But other than that, like, I can't really think of anything that I just absolutely would not consume. I have one. Hmm. Licorice. Black but I, I'm licorice. What, I have never in my life ever been given uh, black licorice for Halloween. Uh, I have. It's nasty. I've never been given it. So it I can't was nasty. That. 
It's not good. Yeah, if you give out fucking black licorice, like, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, Official stance, like, the Haunted like, Heart Podcast. An, an apple? Bitch, I'll take it. Hell yeah, an apple. I love an apple. A toothbrush? Yes, Hell, thank like, you. Yes, I ain't got to pay for I my next one. I ain't got to buy one. one. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Just make sure it has some enough floss. bristles on it. I don't want them cheap toothbrushes. S- some floss? Got it. Thank yes, you. thank you all. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, next question is, which mainstream Halloween movie do you dislike? Ooh. Uh, mainstream Halloween movie? Mainstream Halloween movie? Yeah, mainstream Halloween movie. But I, but I don't are, think are they're thinking, talking about, like, the Halloween franchise. I think they're talking about, like, the... The just... Like, the genre. The genre? The I think... I mean, the mainstream Halloween movies that we don't like are the Rob Zombie movies. We we don't really respect his interpretation because Michael doesn't run ever. He doesn't need to run. You run. He pimp walks after you. Yeah. Um. But as far as like in general, that's hard. Damn. Because even the ones that are terrible, like even bad horror films, I can find something to enjoy. Okay. Like, I kind of actually have a fetish for horrible horror movies. All right. I'm going to say something. I'm going to admit something. And I'll probably get some backlash for it. Ooh. Hot take. Hot take with the haunted heart. (laughs) As much as I respect this film, and as much as I appreciate its aesthetic and its acting... I would not actively choose to watch this more than once a season. If a season at all. And that would be The Shining. (gasps) I can't believe you said that. I... I like can't believe I said. you said, ladies and gentlemen, you are witnessing the end of this podcast. <laughs> no, here's the thing about The Shining. I love it. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. It I is. think it's wonderful. I think that Kubrick is a fucking asshole for what he put his actors through in order to get that movie. Um, specifically, Shelley Duvall, like he was a bastard to her. However, I think it's a great movie. I think it's very well done. I think it's beautiful. It is a long sit. And while it has a ton of really great moments, and I love the overall aesthetic, like my favorite thing about it is how like shit just keeps getting rearranged in the background of shots to make you uncomfortable and you don't quite know why. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Like I, I love how smart it is, but it is a lot. It's a lot to sit through yeah so that's my point it's brilliant it's masterful it is a work of art i am not denying that for anybody that wants to come for me uh and i think that it is an icon yeah in the horror film community yeah uh and i have nothing but respect and reverence for it is that a right word reverence yeah yes uh but i just i can watch it once and i'm good yeah and for me, a Halloween film, like if I'm in here for the Halloween season, 
I want it to be a little more, I don't know, like, I want to be able to watch it multiple times. Like, I watch it, I watch The Shining once, and I'm like, I'm good. I feel like you watch that movie once, and you're good for, like, a couple years, for me. Yeah. Because it's just a really, it's a really big set. Yeah. But it's great. It's a great movie. We, We love it. It's just a lot. Yeah. I'm going to get so much hate. <laughs> Probably so. Fucking isolating We go back onto our clip. Instagram That's and it's it. like down 375 followers. <laughs> no followers. Um, all right. So next question is from Megan Yu, who is our trash talent aficionado, one of them. And she wants to know, what was a defining moment that you can remember that made you guys who you are today? Damn, girl. <laughs> you reaching deep. Oh, shit. She said, let's I get up I in these know, souls. I don't even know how to answer that. I don't even know who the fuck I am. So. I know. <laughs> who the fuck am I? You tell me. Um, I'm going to let you answer that one first. No. Okay, here it is. So there's lots of, I think that individuals are made up of lots of defining moments. I think that there's lots of things that happen throughout your life. I, I don't think that it all boils down to one thing. I think for most people, it's several different moments throughout your life that kind of make you into who you become. So one big one for us here on this show is when we met. Cue the beautiful music. The, the waves. Yeah. The waves. The waves that take you back in time, the SpongeBob yeah. announcer. A very long time ago. Some time ago. Neither one of those voices a were that queer guy. <laughs> met a whore. <laughs> and, and the rest, as they say, was beautiful. <laughs> is history. <laughs> no, um, no, for real. I think when we met, it was very. We met in high school, obviously. Kenny was a weird art kid. You were a weird drama kid. Yes. I was a weird trying to figure out whatever the fuck I was, kid. You were a weird drama kid. Yeah. Let's just boil it down. I think I had settled on that, but we had, there were a lot of phases. There was an Eminem phase. There was a country music phase. It was a lot. Uh, Then we landed on goth phase and found theater. So when we met, it was very, like, I I would consider that one of the defining moments of my life that made me who I am. Because it was kind of just like something clicked into place and you could kind of feel it where it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like clearly I've known this person forever and I just met him. So that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. And here's a little tea. We met in school, but Mm -hmm. like we also like our first time ever really interacting with each other uh, creatively was in a show. Mm-hmm. called The Importance of Being Earnest. It was at our spring play. Spring? Yeah, it was in the spring. Yeah, it was spring. And so that was That's our That's the first only time. play we had, baby. They didn't let us have any more, and we only got to perform it one fucking time because the football team needed money, and we <laughs> had nothing. But I'm not bitter. <laughs> no. I'm not bitter. Um, but no, that's our first time we were interact that we ever, like, got to, like, that we started interacting Creating with each together. other. Like, creatively... Yeah. Uh, I believe, who did you play? Lady Bracknell. <laughs> Bitch, absolutely. And I was the uh, the chaseable, the priest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the pervy priest. So, uh, But I don't yeah. think we had, I don't think we had a single scene together. Now that I'm thinking back on that show, I don't think there was a time when both of us were on stage 
at the same time, which is weird. I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't um, think I don't think so. But yeah, I mean, I would be inclined to agree with you uh, on that sentiment because I don't really think. I think as human beings, like we're always evolving and changing. So we're never like, like who I am now might not be who I am a year from now. Right. Or even tomorrow. Or so it's hard to put like a definitive, like, oh, this is what made me who I am because I don't really know. Like I may know who I am at this moment, but that's always evolving. That's very fluid. And changing. Yeah. I think if I had to be tangible about it, I think, or like put it in a more general sense, I think, I think just growing up in general with a single mother and being mm. who, and specifically with my mother, who yeah. was, uh, Uh, I see myself turning into my mother more and more each day. So I think a lot of my experiences from my childhood have sort of shaped how I deal with things now. And that might not always be the best, Mm -hmm. but... um, No, we both had that experience, though, because we both had very strong female figures in our lives. And we both had the single parent situation where... Yours was definitely, I feel like, a nurturing, like, very mother you know what I mean like protective mother my mother was also protective but my mother was very aggressive (laughs) yeah I mean my mother my mother was in her own way um they were both they're both strong yeah in different ways independent women yeah Yeah. but in different ways yeah and you're I feel like there's a lot of your mother in you (laughs) really you don't say so yeah uh, whether or not you like really? to admit that, but and then I've come to realize there's a lot of my mother and me, which um, you know is what it is. We're getting really deep. There like, you we're go. We're talking about mothers. Sorry. Let's yeah. go on to the next question yep. here. Mothers and that's we're what we have for you. Into, Can you tell it's yeah. off the cuff? Hundred percent real. Nothing but the best 100% for you. Real shit here. They're for like, you I really wish that they would just talk about murder more. <laughs> murder. Where's the murder? All right, next question. A fuck, Mary kill for... Hey, it was my question. Yeah, but the word fuck's in it, so I want to say it. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck, Mary kill for horror movie characters. Mm. Okay. Mm. Horror movie characters. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I would... Fuck, Pyramid Head. Mm. Okay. Kill. Kill Jason. Get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of you. And marry Michael because you know he's always coming home to you, girl. Yeah. I would say. The night he came home is about to be every night. Yeah. If he's coming home to me, girl. I would say. I would say, fuck David from the Lost Boys. Yeah, you love to see David. <laughs> uh, fuck him. Uh, obviously, Mary Michael. And I would kill... 
I'd fucking kill Chucky. Is it weird that for us, like, the hardest one is the kill? Like, we'd be like, oh, I would fuck him and him and her. I mean, and there's him. a lot. I'm looking around. I'm like, there's a lot that, I mean, I'm like, Pyramid Head would fuck. Pyramid right? Head would right? Fuck. And then I'm Mary, like, I'm like, oh, okay. Him Mary, like, and him loyal. and her and her, Aaron from Your Next, um, fucking Sydney from yeah. Scream. But the kill, I'm like, oh, who do I hate that much? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I would probably, I would kill Chucky. Would you? Yeah, you have a thing with Chucky. Chucky. You, I, I'm just not a Chucky fan. Yeah, that'd be that. That actually would probably be uh, another response to like Halloween ish movies. I'm not in. I'm not a Chucky fan. Oh, I love Chucky. I'm not in, not into Chucky. All right. I like now it. you can go. Okay. Well, thank you for the permission. Yeah. If you were a part of it, no. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> if you were part of a killing team, who would you team up with? Real or fictional? Fuck. Well, obviously, well, no, you're answering. Or am I answering? You could go. Uh, I would obviously team up with you. <laughs> <laughs> part mm-hmm. of a killing team. Who are we killing, though? That's the yeah, question. Yeah, it depends on who we're killing. Um because I, I, I might not have you on my team. <laughs> like every, literally, this is how I know that my mind has been ruined by true crime. Because every single like couple that I'm thinking of just murders and maims and sexually assaults children. And I want no part of that. So it's like, I have nothing for you. Um, I would partner with. I'd partner with Dexter. Dexter Fuck yeah. Because exactly I'm trying to righteously doing. murder people. Dexter, totally. I would totally go for Dexter. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't He doesn't do anything for me well, I'm not in my nether regions. What are you talking about? Well, well, that, no, that that's is so thing. random. <laughs> that wasn't even part of Look, the question. <laughs> no, he, that's a thing. Like, Dexter is supposed to be Michael C. Hall, I think is who that is. And. That could not be the right actor at all, but he's supposed to be like a thing. Like, like a lot of people found him hot. Mm. It didn't. It didn't do much for me. I have to say. Mm. But I would team up with him because I. I don't want to kill anybody who doesn't fucking deserve it. Yeah, I would have to say Dexter as well. Or I would team up with that fake guy from that article that was shared on the podcast group, like last week that I shared about um, that serial killer who was killing only pedophiles. I would team up with that dude. But he's yeah. not real either, so it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, like, I would, if I was going evil, I would just be a part of the Lost Boys vampire killing team. I mean, were they really evil, though? Them. They were so I adorable. I would join them. Uh, okay, next question uh, from Megan Yu, uh, who we just talked about, who is our trash talent aficionado. Doubling down, girl. Yes. So, That's right. superpower or evil superpower? Um. How about fucking evil superpower that I use however the fuck I want? No, but what would it be? Like, what would you, like, fucking well, tell I think, the, I think it's probably a two-part question. So it's like, would you rather have a superpower... Or would you rather have an evil superpower? And probably what would that be? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to get roped into doing a whole bunch of fucking hero shit for the city because <laughs> your girl ain't got no fucking time for that. So I guess if I have to choose, I would choose evil superpower. But I would only target it at bad people. But I would choose fucking... Um, 
I want to say evil superpower because it's sexier, but honestly, I just want the ability to fucking teleport myself places because I'm fucking over having to drive places and, and time, take She's time to go to places. over trying to get on that broom and ride I to places. I am. You guys, it's difficult when you when you have a long journey. There's very little leg room in my broom, and I just fucking always get a cramp in my ass when mm-hmm. I'm riding. My hair gets messed up. There's bugs this time of year. Yeah. It's you, difficult. You need an ergonomic broom. I do. I saw Truly. those on the TV the other day. True. Well, I need to order one. <laughs> um, I don't Maybe know try if you would necessarily call it an evil superpower, but if I could have some sort of supernatural ability, uh, I feel like it would would be the ability to be invisible. Okay. If I want. Like, I, be careful what you wish for. Like, the power to become invisible or visible Switch back and forth. At your will. At will. To so become invisible it. at will. Um, Ain't trying to have no Midas touch bullshit happening right. where your and wish gets reason, turned against you. Exactly. Uh, because, to be honest, like, I <laughs> I would be uh, that sort of gray area super person or, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't consider myself good, but I, nec- I wouldn't consider myself evil. Oh, you'd be a chaotic neutral. I would use it for... For my own means, I wouldn't necessarily be bad, but like, you know, think about it. Like if I was down on some money and if I wanted to go and like be invisible and go pop in, get myself a hot and ready Caesar's pizza, whatever I wanted to, (laughs) I would. I like that instead of like stealing money to have money to do things, you just fucking steal a little Caesar's pizza. (laughs) That's it. It's fine. Yeah. I don't need much. Yeah, and then you could sneak like, into Bradley Cooper's bathroom, and then you could yeah spy <laughs> on people. Sneak into just, Stephanie Germanotta's bathroom. I would just be just spy on people. Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be see. I would be worried like what I would see if I was spying on people invisible. The one thing I, can, I, I can't. I have no fucking chill because I would immediately become visible and be like, bitch, <laughs> what'd you say about me? I heard you. What? I'm here, bitch. See, that's why I can't read minds either because I'd be no, like, No, I would uh-uh. never want to be able to read minds no. because I, I don't want to know. Well, she looks fat today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Great. Good. Good. I'm glad. And, and that would actually be. I hope from you like, meant fat with a ph, baby. And you think she's at work, but no, she's at home. She's visiting her mother, and that's from her mother. She looks fat well, today. She looks whole hog today. <laughs> All right, wait. You you go. Your it's your turn. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the permission. Thank you. I was waiting for you to recognize. Uh, if you murdered someone, what would be your weapon of choice? Um, I like an edged weapon. So I like knives, blades, uh, machetes. I know it's very Jason of me, but I would probably say a machete. Because mm, I... it's long enough that you can have some distance. But you know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to say some sort of blunt instrument, like a bat or a staff or something. I I just really want to have my moment, you know? I want to earn it. So I'm going to have to just, like, beat you to death. Yeah. 
I feel like I feel like anything else is cheating. So that makes sense. That's what I'm going to choose. Yeah. Hopefully those sound bites never come back to fucking bite us in the ass. <laughs> All of a sudden there's a machete murderer in, in a machete County. murderer that has also teamed up with like a blunt <laughs> instrument murderer. Huh. Several bodies <laughs> tomorrow <have> been, morning. <laughs> several bodies have, were discovered in Loudoun County today. <laughs> Victims were bludgeoned to death and the other was hacked to death with what appears to be a machete. Oh, time to move. <laughs> and Katie and I are like, eh, disband the podcast. <laughs> that's it. Just quietly never release anything. And that's our else show. Ever again. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. God, they're getting deep. Why are some of these people so damn deep? Is this Dr. Phil? They want to know. They want to know. Is this Dr. Phil? Yes, he asked that question. He's an avid listener of the show. What's your biggest fear? Mm. Probably alienating everyone around me to the point of isolation. Mm. Um, emotional invulnerability. I think is my is my biggest fear. Emotional invulnerability. Yeah, like like the the being separated from the ability to connect with people on an emotional level because I get a lot out of that, and so if I was ever at a point where I couldn't connect emotionally with the people closest to me, like that would that would be a problem. Yeah. Um. God, that's hard for me because I don't like to get super emotional so um my biggest fear would be being to have everybody in the world or everybody that I know turn on me Mm-hmm. And I guess bullying. I guess it would come down to bullying. I've got lots of like weird triggers when it comes to that growing up. Mm-hmm. So like any, and it's also kind of like a Leo thing. It's not necessarily critique or criticism, but like I get really defensive when I feel like people, well, like when I'm being attacked. Mm-hmm. So I guess being like at the center of like, an attack. So like you would have everybody like I, I envisioned myself in the middle of this huge fucking room and then you just have everybody and they're all like pointing and laughing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't know what they're laughing at, but they're pointing at me mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know what to fix. Right. You're just laughing at me and there's nothing that I can do to fix it. Don't fix nothing, baby. Just flip them off. That's how <laughs> I live my life. <laughs> Because it's like, it's weird because that comes like growing up, like getting like on the bus and you'd have people that would just like Heckle snicker you. Hecklers, and yeah. laugh as oh, I was yeah. coming in. Yeah. And I, God, I wish I was just as, I wish I, the person I am now. <laughs> could go back in time. Could go back in time. And like. Don't we all, like, man. Don't little, we all wish that. Fat little me would be walking by and then would Husky. take that in. Husky. Husky me. 
And then those kids would be laughing. And then now me comes in unknowingly to like, unbeknownst to small me and comes in and is just like, listen here, you little fucking piece of shit. <laughs> this is the best years of your life right now. Cause after today, that's it. You've peaked. You're done. <laughs> what you're going to do is you're going to maybe not graduate. You're going to get a girl pregnant. And then that's going to be your life. You're going to go bald. You're going to go bald. And I'm going to sit here. And you see that fat fuck right there that you just picked on? He's going to grow up to be me, slightly less chubbier. (laughs) And bully you. And he's going to have a beautiful head of hair. It's true. A beautiful head of hair. It's true. You do have a lovely mane. and thick. And you are going to have nothing. (laughs) Nothing but regret and the sight of my face here telling you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you don't have issues around bullying. It's, you know, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Totally well adjusted. Nope. It's fine. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Katie L. is keeping things a little lighter. Appreciate you, girl. She's a member of our state spooky squad, and she wants to know what each of our favorite episodes to research have been. And what's the best part about podcasting? Well, that's the second question, you fuck. I was going to end on that one, but I guess not. (laughs) Thanks, Kenny. (laughs) Yeah, so what are our favorite episodes to research first? Um... God, I don't know. That's hard because they've all been super fun to research. Uh, I they're also all different. Like that's kind of that's always fun because we're always kind of coming to. I mean, obviously we have the research and knowledge that we just generally carry around in our brains uh, all the time, like a curse, if you will. Uh, But each episode kind of takes it into a different, like narrowly focus it. Not necessarily narrowly, but specializes in a different topic that maybe we haven't specifically thought about in those terms. Yeah, I think probably my favorite episode to research for was probably our second episode uh, on like sleep paralysis and night terrors, terror in the night, um, just because of the personal experience that I had with that, uh, which made it so real for me. And I connect, I guess I just connect to that episode well, speaking of connecting to things, uh, one of my favorite episodes to research, and it's going to be really fucking horrifying. I actually really, I won't say enjoyed, but researching the materials that I did for Corpse Birth, when I talked about that on episode 27, our birthday episode, I that was very interesting to me because I honestly, until a listener posted that in the Facebook group, I had no idea that was a thing. Makes sense. Now that I've researched it. Yeah. But it was just, it's very rare, like I said, that I'm able to like find a case or a topic or whatever that I can come to totally fresh. So that was kind of refreshing to me to have no idea that this thing existed and be able to approach it from that perspective as opposed to kind of already knowing half the story and then like figuring out details and that, which is usually more the case, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of fun for me. I mean, it wasn't fun. <laughs> I mean, it was it, absolutely disgusting, but it, I it, listen, it's I had fun. fun. It's fun. You know, I did. It's fun. I have fun. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So then the next part of the question, and what's the best part about podcasting? So for me, uh, I a little tea here for you. I'd never listened to a podcast to a podcast a day in my life. Not a minute. Very qualified. <laughs> not a minute. Not a single minute. Uh, had I listened to anything uh, prior to starting this, uh, <laughs> prior to starting <laughs> my own podcast, uh, that was very much a Katie thing. Uh, so I had never really thought much about it. I kind of thought like podcasting, like, oh, podcasting's a thing. Uh, Katie and I knew that we wanted to sort of connect and do something creatively and we had toyed around with a couple of different ideas and things and whatnot. Uh, and, like, I had maybe mentioned YouTube, but then I'm like, <laughs> no, because then we ain't cute. <laughs> and then you got to be, you know, you get to be done up and, like, our uh, schedules okay. and all that stuff. So Then we started making videos for Patreon. God yeah, Damn that. it. No. <laughs> we uh, love you guys. Right. So... It really wasn't something that I was naturally, that I had naturally gravitated towards. It took some pushing mm-hmm. on Katie's end from me. Mm-hmm. And I can push. Uh, but what I have discovered and what I love the most about podcasting is, besides the fact that it's our show and we create our topics together and they can be whatever we want, there's a, there's a creative freedom that I really... Uh, appreciate and it's also great for our mental health I feel like yeah um, because it's an outlet for both of us to get all these fucking crazy horrifying terrors out of our mind and into your ears yeah because otherwise we'd just be carrying them around carrying them around yeah in our brains making our speech slurred yeah, so I guess that's my favorite part. My favorite part is that it's an outlet and that I can take the spooky, creepy, crazy shit that that I was researching, like, anyway. prior. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would research fucking night terror demons just randomly, just <laughs> because. On and Pinterest, so, your night terror demons board. <laughs> right, and so it just sort of, it allows me to... Uh, bring it together and to share it with other people and to connect with so many people. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like all of these people that I never thought would fucking listen to us are listening to us and they've become like a really close knit family. Okay. So now you're answering the question for me though. Like you've said your answer and now you're getting into mine, which is you guys. My favorite part of this is you guys. My favorite part of all of this is interacting with listeners uh, and even with our Patreon family, too, that's just like an added level of closeness. Um, and I, I love it. I love our I know I harp on the Facebook group a lot. But prior to that, I had been off of Facebook for like over a year. I, I think I was going on two years without mm-hmm. Facebook. And I loved my life <laughs> because <laughs> Facebook is a fucking terrible. But I had never used groups and until Kenny and I decided to start our podcast group. And I love hearing from you guys on there and talking to you and having conversations about things and like reblogging articles to each other and all that stuff. And 
everybody on Instagram and Twitter and really everybody that we interact with, it makes my day when people send us a message and say, Hey, I'm listening to this episode. And like, I had this experience with this or, Hey, I'm listening to this episode and this story was really cool. Or, you know, I'm binging now and people will uh, post things on, on Instagram stories and they'll tag us of them like listening to the podcast. And that just like, that literally makes my day Yeah, when people do that, because it's like, I feel so connected um, to people by talking about topics that I don't get to talk about at fucking work. Like nobody wants to hear a detailed explanation of corpse birth at work, but you guys do. Yeah. And that's awesome to me. So it really, for me, it comes down to you guys. Um, and I know Kenny feels the same too. Yeah. So it's like being, it's like, uh, we're all weirdos and I love it. Yeah. It's like a family. It's like a weirdo family. And I am very, I'm a very loyal person. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very loyalty is is a huge part of m- m- what makes me me, and so I don't, and I'm not particularly connected to a lot of my own personal family. Uh, so it's like a very like I just appreciate this feeling of being like a loyal, tight knit like I got you we're all weirdos, we're in this together type family. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Fuck the normies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So that is our, I think we made it through all of our questions. Thank you guys so much for sending questions in. I totally thought we, that we were going to have to fucking make up our own questions and just be like, <laughs> ask each other make fucking questions. questions <laughs> which I But did literally... Too. None, yeah, I definitely was like, we're going to have to write our own fucking questions and just pawn them off. But none of those questions are fake questions. They all came from real human beings who listen to the show, I promise you. I would fucking tell you if I made my own questions. I'd be like, these are the things I want to know about myself. I have a question. What's your question? For you. Okay. What is it? I do. What's your favorite pizza topping? My favorite pizza topping, you bitch. <laughs> so we just had pizza delivered earlier, and we uh, edited that part out. Uh, <laughs> but it's sitting over there smelling good in the corner, and um, I want me a slice of it, so Kenny's fucking with me. Uh, we always have pineapple and black olives on our pizzas. And do- we call it the Haunted Heart Special. And do not think that I haven't asked the Domino's man to cut it in a heart for me. Because I have. And, and they've never done that for me. For fucking sure. For fucking absolutely sure. Hot take with the haunted heart. Pineapples on pizza. We're about it. No, but um, we should probably wrap this shit up because it. I feel like we've been recording for a long ass time. Uh, and I hope that you're still here with us listening, learning about us. I hope it was interesting for you. I hope you learned something that you didn't know. Um, and we will be back with your regularly scheduled programming next week. Yes. Thank you so much for helping us hit our funding goal. You guys are awesome. We can't wait to keep creating stuff for you guys. And we are going to have a bunch of very spooky shit happening this October. Speaking of spooky shit... You should get on over to our website and check out our new merch line for October. It is the Stay Spooky Collection. We have a t-shirt that is custom designed by Kenny. Uh, It's 
Stay Spooky shirt. It's got a bunch of cool logos and designs on it. Shit on it. Um, So definitely pick that up. It's black and it has like orange on it. So it's very festive for the season. We have a Stay Spooky lip scrub, which we collaborated with Hello Gorgeous uh, on Instagram to create. And it is toasted marshmallow flavor and it is good as fuck. It tastes delicious. And it also works on your lips. I'm probably going to use some after this because she's feeling a little dry. She's flaky. And then thirdly, we have a pen that is available for pre-order. Those should be available soon. We should get those shipped out to you guys by the end of the month. And fingers crossed. (laughs) But it's available for pre-order and it's our Stay Spooky pen. It's our first enamel pen that we've ever done and we are super excited about it. I am so fucking excited for this enamel pen. Like it is, I have, we have created something tangible and yeah. it is like there and it is brilliant and beautiful. Yes. And I think it is gothy and Halloween and spooky it's as super fuck. goth. Yes. And I just want to get it and wear it always as like a little badge, a stay spooky <laughs> badge of honor right there Absolutely. on my heart. Yes. So you got to get your stay spooky uniform. You can go to thehauntedheart.com and click on the merch link to view all of our merch and you can order directly from our store there. Also, we have a Facebook group, which we have mentioned about 18 billion times in this episode, facebook.com, search The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can join our group. Now, if you search The Haunted Heart Podcast, though, our page will come up on Facebook, and we recently created that. If you will go give us a like, uh, that would be much appreciated. On Instagram, we are at The Haunted Heart Podcast. On Twitter, we are at The Haunted Heart and we are always available via email at the Haunted Heart Podcast at gmail.com. All and right. I think that covers everything, I think right? It does. I think you got it all. All right. Well, in so. that case, I'm going to go eat some fucking pizza. Well, I'm going to go eat some pizza too. And until, until next, next time, time, stay spooky. spooky.